Welcome to That's the Angle. Oh, uh, wow, we were recording the whole time? Yeah, man. Oh, right, wow. Let's keep it going. Welcome to That's the Angle, and I am joined here with the homie, uh, also my studio partner here, where we, right. we are recording this, Yo Reef, and uh, as, you could saw, as you saw in the title, Styles for ASAP Ferg. <laughs> Maxo Cream. And Maxo Cream. That's right, man. You may not know Maxo, but you definitely have heard of ASAP Ferg. Yeah, for His sure, for sure. do voila. Chet and went me. Yeah, that was his first big song. One of them, right? One of them, yeah. Dude, so how was that? How so? Talking about this, uh, I was just kind of watching it through the stories. Yeah, it, it was. It looked like a vibe. It was sick. Like on, it looked like you're on like a movie set. Definitely. Um, I've been on you know a decent amount of sets uh, in the last year. Um, I think this was one of the by far. A little bit more interesting. Really? Um, even like the layout of the treatment and stuff like that. Um, we were out in Brooklyn, Greenpoint. Um, and kind of like... It was probably like an old... Like how we were in like a paper mill. Like it was like one of those. And there was... Yeah, like it looked industrial. Very industrial. It's probably at least 40 probably studios in there. So like everybody... Like how we have ours. But like way bigger with like... 12 foot you know what i mean oh glass you know windows and like it just had that real rugged look brick you know what i'm saying i'm so um, jealous right now but nah it was it was super dope um yeah everything in new york is just gonna be way cooler than we are but yeah it sounds like you're like because the videos instagram stories everything it was like a super industrial yeah setting grungy smoke dope cars yeah that, that whole um I don't know. That's probably car was probably from like the forties or the fifties. Was, was it, like the the engine, you know, out. You know, was um, it was it crazy? Cause it it, it was the ASAP Ferg and Nightmare. Nightmare, man. Yeah, yeah, Nightmare yeah. is a cool guy, bro. Nightmare yeah. is definitely a cool yeah, guy. Yeah, shout out the Nightmare out there. Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely nuts. Just like watching that because it's it seems it seems so unreal that like someone I know is working with someone I see on the internet. Yeah, like, it, it's nuts. Do you feel that when you're when you're um, in that setting, like, do you feel like, oh, God, like, this dude has got so much clout, or... Honestly, nah. Like, what's going through your mind, especially as, like, a stylist? It's kind of nuts to me. Um, I think just being around other stats and just, like, in my time growing up in Miami, you know, even, like, being out here in D.C. at times when people see a ghost or a wraith, and I'm just kind of like, oh, that's a car, like... Because mm -hmm. I've seen it, like, you know, growing up, being on South Beach and stuff like that. So, like, being around these celebrities, I'm just kind of like, what's up, man? How you doing? Like, I'm not, like, in awe that you are who you are and you're stuff not, like, not like that. You're not, starstruck. You're not sitting there like, nah, man. this guy knows ASAP Rocky. He's he's famous as shit. Yep. Millions of Instagram followers. I, just, I don't know. I just zone all that out, you know? I guess it's like when Jordan, you know, is in the game in his fourth quarter and it's just like, yo, I don't care about what I'm hearing noise-wise from the crowd or nothing like that. It's just like, I'm here. I'm having fun, you know what I mean? We're joking, we're laughing, we're getting close. Well, also at that point, it's like you're there to do a job. You're not there chilling. Like, yeah. You're there to like style, and I guess if we were being specific, you weren't exactly styling ASAP. Ferg, from what you said, you were styling the, the everyone else. In, in the, the background, yeah. yeah. So I had about, it was like 15 people I had Jesus. to style. Jesus, um, that's insane. And they all, like it was more like, kind of like a gang, you know, vibe. Um, think of like all leather jackets everybody's got it's kind of uniform but it's not uniform um and then we had like um nightmare and ferg's uh 
logos on the back so it just like yeah, it really gave it that like real real feel like are hard yeah man like the stuff i pulled and the stuff i found was just like wow this like really was just coming in to play the right way for me it it, it was just like things were sort of aligning for you just yes like, that's so crazy because i remember i was talking to you before you started pulling or like right as you were pulling and you were yeah. like yeah i gotta style like 15 people in four days and i was like what the fuck i was like there's yeah. no way this doesn't pull it <laughs> off but i know you and you do pull it off yeah like, but it's just crazy because of even when we did you know washington life like you know that was three looks for two people you know what i mean so that's six looks all together yeah. right and that was bigger than the one look that we started off with or the three looks we started off like it just kind of like gradually just keeps getting higher and higher so it's like, it's like that yeah. challenge is what helps me you know excel and just like get to the next level you know what i mean because I, I really preach a lot about being complacent like it's easy to just style one outfit for one person you know what i mean there's no challenge in that and then like there's no excitement in it either after a while you know so that definitely at first i was like 15 people bro like yeah, come on daunting, like man but nah man it got done man it got done between here and jersey like i found everything i needed wow and so where did you find these pieces um like, where, a lot where, where of thrifts you, it's just a lot a of thrift. thrifts we went to chinatown to get like the accessories um that was like harder to find in the thrift um but the jackets like I don't know. I probably went to like 10 to 15 stores Damn. to find this stuff. And like Damn. I said, between technically between three states, even though D.C. is not really a state, but, you know, between Virginia, um, D.C. and Jersey. And then, of course, Chinatown in New York to get the accessories. Dang, dude, that's so crazy. Like, yeah. Just pull one all together. But at the same time, it's like it might help that you have a, you have a vision of what is that how it goes. Do you have a vision yep. going into the styling or is it just you'll go and it'll start speaking to you and eventually the vision makes itself. Especially um, for something that's so high profile where I'm, where, you know, I think a lot of people would kind of be like, holy shit, like, you know. Um, I would definitely say, like, you start off with your mood board, you know, mm. and then from there you, you'll go on and you'll find stuff and, you know, they shot me some stuff off of YouTube. They had the um, info as well, I'm sure the director or whoever. Exactly, like what he was kind of looking for and then I just took that and then, like, had an image in my head that I then formulated and I was like, all right, cool. Like, this is the stuff I'm looking for. Um, I may find that, but I may not find it. So if I don't find it, let's see what else I find like a that plan B sort of thing or something. comes along with it that still works. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if it, if it was my way, honestly, everybody would have had a long leather trench coat, but I only found like three of them. So, you know what yeah. I mean? So the other ones had like, um, like bomber leather um it's like it's improvised at that point yep. you know it's like at that point you can't especially the way you're picking you know yeah it, it seems impossible to find that many unless you just randomly came across some like goth society who just dropped off oh. 15 leather <laughs> trench coats exactly you know what i'm saying like, like like that's the only thing that's gonna happen there yeah and i think i mean that's the excitement part of styling through the thrift mm -hmm. i think that you know I go back and forth with certain people about like going into a store and styling and then going through a thrift. We don't know what's going to be on that yeah, rack that, that's, at that, all. That's, that's the variable, I feel like, which is crazy is, you know, you have this important job, yet, you know, you pull from racks that are random. Very random. Like, like just random racks, especially yeah. when you're going city to city, town to town, like it, it's 
it's just that's just it's just crazy because that that's a whole other layer of styling. Like I feel like pulling from like a boutique is different. Yeah, because like, you can get them like okay, you I guys got in. five of these. Can you contact the vendor and get five more? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you know, I I think that's the exciting part of the whole situation that just keeps me going because it's it's the unknowns like. I mean, they do say curiosity kills a cat, but it's, like, it's, it's, it's kind of fun. It's kind, of, it's like it's like opening a pack of Pokemon cards or something. You know? Exactly, like, you don't know if you're gonna get the holographic one in yeah, there. Like, yeah, I remember that as a kid. Like, yeah, it's, you, just, you just don't know. Yeah, so scoot that um, mic back. But yeah, man, you know, just trusting in the process and just letting things, you know, align. Like you said, it happens. You mm-hmm. know, you how, just got to put how, the effort in. How did you How did you get linked up with that? That seems like such. A high-profile gig. How'd you get linked up with styling for for ASAP? Um, honestly, I've done PA work, um, production assistant. For those who don't know, um, so I've worked on other video shoots um, with the director Show Me. Um, my good friend Bobby produces for Show Me, so I've got you know mm-hmm. the in with Bobby to you know whatever's coming through hey could you know let's get reef on it to just style. from like friends so essentially so, just from working and having friends it's like exactly and you know i've been telling a lot of people that recently in the last week i'm just like the name of the game is being everywhere this guy right here is like the example of that the reason why bruce is where he is is because he's everywhere he's shaking everybody's hand no matter what genre they're in and that's organizing more for you to get more you know jobs and stuff like that and for me like i'm trying to follow in your footsteps and do the same thing you know like i want to go to miami and get on some jobs down there if they're commercials whatever as a pa just to expand my network Mm -hmm. so then it's just like okay i started out as a pa and then next thing you know the next commercial hey reef can you style it like we know we heard you styled so could you do it so yeah man i mean i i think i mean that's that's just my philosophy to getting linked in, in getting gigs is just networking. That was something that yep. I have always put a lot of effort into as far as, okay, if I can just, if people just know me, if I can meet people and just leave a good impression, just be myself and be a nice guy, you're going to love or hate me. And maybe 90% of time it's love, 10% hate. Yeah. Because maybe you heard, <laughs> because some of you heard about what I said, which may not be factual. <laughs> I did not call that model fat. Right. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, um, but you know, yeah, no, it's it's something that I definitely believe in. It's just like showing up, being consistent, yep. and letting people know what you're about. And yeah. that that's what I that's that's something that I just think if you're just trying to get anywhere, it's just a good sort of game plan goal. Mm-hmm. You know, as especially as a creative, because it's about who you know. I've real I realized that a long time ago. It's it's all about who you know. So if I can be at least. If I can seem like I'm everywhere, that's good. But if I can just try and meet those right people, because yep. we both could benefit off of that. Yeah, I mean, we have. I mean, we haven't told my story, you know, me through, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're getting there. We're getting right. there. You know, and you're a major part in that, you know, especially in the styling, you know, story. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. Cause I, so, I was actually thinking about this, you know, I was thinking about this interview, I'm thinking... What am I going to talk to him about? Because uh, these are just conversations. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, from one friend to another, I, I really feel like in this past, not even year, I would say this past like six months. Six months. Like you. Five-ish. You, yeah, yeah. You really just 
kick, you put everything on 10. Like, you just yeah. went full blast. You, I mean, it seemed like you were simmering, but now you're just, like, boiling. Like, everything just went from, like, I'm doing it to, like, no, I'm really doing it. Like, in five, six months, look who you're styling for. Your, look what I've done. Your business seems like it's been crazy. Yeah. And we can talk about Treasure Beach and stuff later. It's mostly about you, but... Like I, like I'm so proud of you. Like I've seen so much growth personally. Yeah. Like you seem a lot more positive, a lot more happy. Yeah. Um, but also just like creatively, because I mean, you've risen to so many occasions. What What do you think? Like, was there a switch that that flipped? Like, what was it? Was it something in internally or externally? Like, what was it that just sort of went boom, turned the lights on? Um, honestly. You, you could call it a switch. I remember that phone call. I could tell you where I was when you called me. Mm-hmm. I was... So I had something to do with it. Yes. Okay. I was on 95 okay. passing Wegmans. Mm-hmm. And you called and you're like, hey, um, I have these two girls. Um, I'm going to shoot. You know, would you style it? And it legitly probably was like a two minute like time frame, but it felt like 30 minutes. And in my head, I would just like, yo, I style dudes. You've seen me style girls before, but it was more tomboyish. Mm-hmm. You know, like, dude, do you realize, like, I style dudes and not girls? Like, I think I even told you that. Yeah, I knew that. And then that next minute in my head was like, all right, so are you going to take the challenge or you you're not? Choice. You had a choice at that point. Like, that's just what it was. And... Then I also remember you telling me just like past months, it's like, bro, it's like, it's either you're going to do good or you're going to fail. Like, that's just what it is. And then I just was like, hey, what's up? I'll just do it. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I was just throwing it out there. I was like, I was like, who do I know that has a lot of clothes and everything? And I wasn't expecting you to do what you did. Honestly, I was just expecting you to repurpose uh, your guy's stuff into women's stuff. So I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, in my mind, I was thinking you were going to do it. I was like, oh, that's a good look. You know, and half that was probably me just trying to convince you to do it because right. I wanted to style <laughs> But like, I, I didn't realize it was such a moment. I mean, I guess that's good that like, you know, I was just like, yo, bro, it's like, either got a nut up or shut up. Yep. And like, when you, when you said, yeah, dude, I'm down, I was kind of surprised. I was like, oh, shoot. All right. Sweet. Let's do it. All right. Let's get it. So I sent you the things. Yeah. What, what shoot was that? What shoot was that? Um, The sunflower shoot. Oh, when we went to the yeah. sunflower fields. And it was pretty funky. Like, even the stuff that I pulled for that was yeah. quite funky. And I was legitly in the women's section. Yeah, that was a funny you shoot. You know, like... That was a funny <laughs> shoot. We were literally out in this sunflower field that was past its bloom. Past its bloom. Mosquitoes everywhere. Just, yep. just getting, like, reaped by mosquitoes. Literally, oh, mosquitoes were so big, it was going through our clothes. It was it was disgusting. No, those things were like horse flies. Yeah, yeah. They were literally but we did flies. it. But we did it in, like, 45 minutes because we had to be quick. There was no waste in time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I thought that shoot was and super sick. The girls loved the the stuff that I picked. You know what I mean? And yeah, to they, me, they that was it. just like, I'm going in yeah, this like... Was that a moment when you were like, when you got that little bit of validation? Like, yeah. I feel like sometimes you need that in your career to sort of confirm or, you know, make you feel better. Because like, you've never styled women at that point. At all. Nuts. So I'm picking stuff that, you know what I mean, that I think is, you know what I mean, looking good, you know? And for them to be like, as soon as I came out of the car and opened the garment bag, they were just like oh wow like i really like that like i really like that and i was just like oh wow i um yeah. definitely did an all right job here. yeah you're thinking, oh i'm not that bad then <laughs> yeah so it was it was that whole experience that essentially that was one part of it that the second part the second honestly part. was i remember uh being with my big bro um in the garage and just you know we have our like 
one-on-one conversations every like couple months and I just was complaining like I would just like I don't have this that person's got this amount of followers that person's got this money backing them you know that person has this clothes like all that for why you don't have what you want and I just stopped talking and I just looked at him and I said I gotta work harder that's it I just have to work harder and that's where the, the conversation just ended and I left like you, so through you complaining, eventually you reached a point where it hit you. Yep. Yeah. Eventually, you had that self-reflective moment of, it's all me. It's it's has nothing to do with someone. I mean, I'm yeah. just, I'm just speculating here. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's all me. That sort of no one's gonna do it for me, sort of thing. Correct. Totally correct, man. Um, cause I have I can't do anything about what so and so has or what all that. You know, the it's only nice. thing I can really do is, you know change things that are around me mm-hmm. and change me and i just i hate when people complain and that's all i was doing to him at that moment and i had to really check myself you know i think a lot of us don't do that we'll just keep going and talking and talking and talking and won't they we're not listening to what we're saying mm. you know because it's a lot of emotion that's coming out like we're hurt because whatever it may be you know internally um he's getting this gig why am i not getting this gig i'm just as good as they are how come i can't do it stuff like that but then you realize like okay you change that Mm -hmm. that's the only person that can change it is you and then when you start changing everything else starts to align your friends start looking out for you 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 know i mean the other associates that you may have shoot you certain things to do stuff like that like it's something it's something yeah there's yeah i mean that's exactly what it is like there's something to be said about essentially getting on your shit having yep. that hustle people do notice it and and just by getting the whiff of that people will put you on or look out for you because they know that you mean it yep you know like it, it seems like you definitely have a crew of dudes who all believe in you too yes i do and, i and, definitely shout out to them definitely the trezzo beach team like yeah that's i i think that's super impressive because yeah. it uh it says a lot to be able to um attract i don't want to say followers but people that believe in you yeah you know that's that's pretty cool that means that they at least believe in what you they believe in you they it's definitely so much believe about, in they, me. they, they believe yeah. in you so it's there's almost a pressure to not let them down in a sense i don't of know course. if you felt that pressure you didn't even say that if you never thought about that um but, no i mean i definitely do at times you know um especially when like even with bobby like maxo cream who's bobby bobby's um my homeboy that produces for um show me that's how i get onto the um, music video gigs. So he's like your connect from into New York? Is yes, pretty New York? much. Bobby's your connect into mm-hmm. New York. And um, when he called me for that Maxo Cream um, gig, it was, he called me on a Monday at like 2 o'clock. I'm in Quantico. Um, and he's like, hey, uh, we need you to bring up these clothes. And you got a style for Maxo Cream. And I'm just like, um, alright? And he's like, yeah, so 9 o'clock in Harlem. And I'm just the like, the next day? Yeah. So I'm and, and, and for reference, we're in Virginia. Yeah, He's, that's in New York. Nine, nine and I still got to come day. to the studio in DC to pull the clothes. Yeah, which is the opposite direction. Oh, well, I mean, it's going up oh, towards yeah, New wait, York wait, technically, wait, but yeah, still, yeah, 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 like you know, you still got to make that you know, and you still got to make that stop, and I still got to come in here and pull. Um, but that was that challenge, you know, and I've really seen that challenges is what i really need in my life it seems like uh really the challenges like it's it's is it is it rising to the challenge is is that what it is you 
like the goal of meeting the challenge is that is did you learn that that's what kind of drives you it definitely drives me that not nah, um i would definitely say that's 100 percent um and i don't know it's like for me to put myself in certain challenges works but like you said letting somebody else down so if you give me the challenge it's like it got more pressure you know it's just like yo don't care about whatever's going on in your life like you got to do this thing with bruce like yeah i mean i mean yeah because you and, I mean, that, that you if you agree to something as any person you should always be a man of your word yep like there there is no i couldn't do it it's if you agree to it you you know you should do it and then if it doesn't work that day of then it's like well, okay, whatever, but it's like you have to put your hole in. You can't just go to ASAP like, well, I wanted 15 trench coats, but couldn't find them, so sorry, I can't do the gig. It's like, no, you better figure that yeah, shit out. out. Yep. And, and I think that's a part of the journey as someone who's trying to build their creativeness or as a creative, as a stylist, photographer, artist, whatever you are, mm -hmm. it's not giving up on things or, or nope. making it work. But you know, going back to what you are saying about uh, those, those two moments, uh, you know, it's... It's such a short amount of time and, you know, I'm starting to feel like this podcast is somewhat of an early platform for people that I believe in and for people that I think are going to be killing it in the next foreseen future. Yes, sir. You know, people right now may not know who your reef is. You know, they may not, they may know you from the clickbait of how right. true, which is great. <laughs> Shout out you. Um, but you know, they don't know what you're going to be doing in five years. And I, and like the photographers I've talked to, the stylists, you know, you, I think it's going to be people that are killing the game in, you know, a matter of time, whether it's, it, it's everyone's on their own timeline, but everybody is, uh, you have to know that. Yeah. It's, and so it's, it's just cool to, you know, sure we work together, but we don't, we're not always around each other. Sometimes nope. we're working, sometimes we're doing this and that. But so, you know, only these past six months, it seems so much longer. So you, you had that switch where you said, okay, I can style dudes. There's more to this. It's all on me. Mm -hmm. And how is that, how has that been changing? Like what you've been doing the past five or six months? Is it just seeking new opportunities? Is it just your, is your daily life different? Like what is um, the... Definitely open, opens my mind um, to understand that life isn't a box. Mm -hmm. There's a lot outside the box because um, you know one thing of just styling urban you know but like my friend Tom would say a lot of menswear guys can't dress down and a lot of cats that dress down can't dress up you know um, and knowing that I want to be versatile in everything mm. I want you to be able to say hey I can call Reef you know, to go style a gala, or I can call Reef to go style, you know, so a I, rapper for his show. Do you feel pigeonholed by me or anyone saying vintage stylist? Um, I mean, that doesn't, I don't know if that really... It's just a, it's just a term, you know? A term. You know me for niche, Trezo Beach, yeah. which is a vintage store, right? But you know I'm not that. You know I'm greater than that. You know I have capabilities to do anything. You just have to put a term on me when you tell people about me. I think it's for anyone. Exactly. So I don't take offense to it, you know, but I'll explain to people, like, there's more to my life than just that, you know? Yeah, I mean, vintage is a way better word than saying secondhand stylist, <laughs> right. you know? I mean, because vintage is cool, but essentially that's what it is, you no, know? No, exactly. But that, that is a unique spin on it. It's, you know, it's I get, like we said, you could just go to department store and style. That's cool. Yep. You got connects. But actually getting in there, getting trenches is a whole different thing. So... 
I I mean, besides like the epic growth that this past five or six months, which, which five or six months, which is dope, you mm-hmm. know, um, feels like you've really been killing it. And sometimes I feel like you're starting to outpace me, so I'm like, it makes me want to work harder too. That's, that's dope, because I mean, likewise, mm-hmm. likewise. But were you always? You know, we've only been friends for a few years, but we've become pretty close in the past five or six months. Right. Uh, were you always a stylish dude? Were you always, like, were you, were you, did you know when you were, like, 19 that you wanted to get into fashion? Like, what was, nah. what was Reef, you know? <laughs> At 19? Yeah, like, what, like, like, were you always stylish? Uh, and not 19, I'm just saying, like, were you always, nah. like, a stylish dude? Like, what, what's up with Honestly, that? man, I really think I got my style from D.C., mm-hmm. like, being around D.C., um, at like you say nineteen. At nineteen, I think I wanted to be a DJ. Really? Yeah, it was I had the techniques. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to be a DJ because all my friends or all the people that I looked up to in high school, they were all DJs. You know, all the cats who had the fly sneakers, they were DJs. Like I wanted to be a DJ, and then you know, then the rapping thing came around. And, tried rapping? Yeah, I tried rapping for a little bit. That like. That was cool, but you know, it just it wasn't me. I wasn't putting the full the full effort for it. Did the photography thing, did oh, really? vi- videography. Like I've touched like you a, tried lot. a lot of things. I tried to model at one point, you know, and then at twenty five, I like I stopped. I moved away from Fredericksburg. I had a clothing line at that time too. Not um, not Trezor Beach. Not Trezor Beach Karma Life, and like I was trying to find myself, and you know, I went to go like. To Trinidad, I went to Toronto, like just hanging with family, just like trying to understand like where I came from and mm-hmm. like what where I'm supposed to be, and clothes just kept coming around. Um, so there's always this this common thread. Yep. Of, 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 <laughs> no point in clo- yeah of, of clothes, because <laughs> what I picked up on the nuance of what you said was the DJs had cool kicks. Yep. It, there's it was always mo- it, modeling is styling. Like it, yep. you were always somewhat maybe around it picking picking it up subconsciously no definitely definitely um because like i said i had a t-shirt line so like i was always around it but didn't understand that that was like the nucleus Mm. you know what i'm saying like all that other stuff was just like extra shit around you know um do you feel like those experiences make you better what you do now or do you wish you would have just discovered Styling. I don't know if styling is your ultimate goal. It doesn't have to be, but do you think that you know those that led you to here or what? Definitely. Um, you know, I come around younger people and always be like, "Well, damn, I wish I was like you. Like you knew, you know, you're on your path. Like you know what you're doing." But me dabbling all these different things, I think, also helps me in communication with all those different types of people in those mm. genres, and then also know what I'm like looking for. You know, like. Being a photographer, knowing what shots I can do. Being a model, you know, I've, you've taken a couple photos of me, you know, where you're not really like, hey, Reef, can you put your hand here? Can you do that? Like, oh, yeah, I never put I'm together. just yeah, like... You, 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 you think it poses pretty well. I think about it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, that did mm-hmm. definitely mold me. And like you said, everybody's path is different. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's Some people, timeline's different, too. Cause everybody's you're, you're, timeline you're is definitely... Older, you're a little older. You're like, you just hit 30. Yep. I don't, don't want to call it out, but like, you're just 30. It's cool. Congrats, by the way. Just Appreciate like a it. Party here. Um, <laughs> it. Both of us just had a birthday, yeah, man. Well, it, makes me feel, it, make, it, make, it makes me feel better because a lot of the cats I interview are 23, 24. Oh my God, I wish I was as driven as you were when I was yeah. like, But it, yeah, there's no timeline. There's, there is no proper schedule to discovering no. what it is you like. Yeah. There was, there was no book that, you know what I mean... 
was here for you and somebody handed it to you. But even and if there was, like, even if there was, it still can't help you. You have to, I'm a firm believer. experiences. And you have to try things, you have to experience things, and if you don't like it, at least you tasted it and you move on. Yep. I think that's how you find yourself. Some people, you know, they'll hit me up, and it may, it'll probably start happening to you where they say, man, I love, I love seeing what you're doing. Yeah. It seems like this is your purpose. Like, how did you find it? And, and I always tell her, I said, dude, I've tried and failed at a lot of shit. It's the truth. Like, that's, that's what all my kids describe it is, I've tried a lot of shit. Yeah. I know it tastes good, I know it tastes yeah, you bad. you were a DJ at one point. Yeah, even, even I was a <laughs> DJ. I mean, I went to school for music, and so when I was when I was going to school for music, I I fell in love with EDM at this time. Mm-hmm. And me and my friend Jay Wu, or he, he, what was his name was Woosh, his DJ name. And my, right. my, my DJ name was uh, Positron. Uh, okay. We would DJ house parties in college. And we would just we would just play EDM and, you know, mix in rap so people would bear with it and stuff like that. And we would just try and throw these banger parties and... That's how I ended up doing that. But when it came to the actual DJ life, I actually didn't like it. I didn't like the idea of going to a bar and just DJing. I really hated it. I was honestly scared of it, too. Wow. Like I, I just hated it. And so it, it got to a point where the whole music show, I was just like, I don't think this is me anymore. But, you know, that's that's my story on that one. But, yeah, yeah. DJing. It's like, it's like you're trying things, you're probably going to try becoming a DJ at some point. Probably. I mean, look at all these people. I mean, your major rappers are DJs now. You know what I mean? Shaquille like O'Neal's a DJ. Paris Hilton's a DJ. You see everybody's, you know, is, is a part of that. And I think it's just for them to show you their taste, mm-hmm. you know? And that's the same thing with fashion. Like, you get to look at somebody and, like, you know, maybe get to know them through their clothes. You know, I don't think sure. a lot of people, like, really pay attention to that. But it's just like, oh, you wear that. Okay, you must be into that. You know, that's why you might wear a band tee and somebody might walk up to you and be like, oh, you like that band? And that person's just like... Well, you know, I don't like the band, but like I really like the shirt, like the culture or something like that. Or, exactly. Or, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy to think that your clothes aren't in reflection of who you are. They legit are. They are. How else do you present yourself? How else? That's how you visually, visually someone before you can open your mouth. They have to look at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You said that before, even with the whole dating thing that we were talking about earlier. Like, yeah, it's you all know, visual. You can go get set up with the hottest girl, but if you don't have the look, she's already going to look at you like, um, so why am I here again? You facts, know? Facts. I mean, maybe you got a fat sack of money, which may make it better. But she doesn't know about that. Yeah, but she don't know about that. She just knows that you look like a dweeb. <laughs> and she ain't into it. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's crazy, especially when you meet people who don't act how they dress. That's always interesting. But I feel like for the most part, I meet a lot of people that are, are it's, it's pretty accurate. Nah, for the most part it is. You know, it's, it's pretty accurate. So, so you're, you're from Florida. Yeah. And you, you born and raised there and then you came to, to Virginia. Like, what's the whole time on that? Um, born and raised in uh, Miami um, till I, when I was 18, straight out of high school, moved up to Virginia. Shell shock for me because I was in Fredericksburg. Yeah, it's um, like suburbia. It's even that's past country. Yeah, it's little, it's, that's country to me. Miami, yeah, that that seems like the boonies if you're from Miami. Yeah, so like just seeing like the closed-mindedness of the people there. You know, I'm coming from Miami, where it's just like we got Spanish people, we got Caribbean people. You know, um, and then all of us are mutts at the end of the day. Like we're all mixed up with a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, so definitely, I was always open to you know the new things, but. Being in Fredericksburg, like, people aren't really, like, they weren't really super open. Um, yeah, you moved into suburbia. Everyone thinks the same. Everyone has a yeah. nine-to-five job. It's not Miami where it's, like, club promoter, model, actress. It's it's 
pretty generic. Very generic. Very so, generic. And so... Work did, for the government, basically. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's all government employees, essentially, at that yep. point. And so when did you move? When did you make that move from Florida to here? Um, so, like, when I was 18. 18? So straight out of high school. Was like, two days. Was that your choice? Or? Technically my choice. Like, you know, like, in my household at 18, like, you leave. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm one of three. Um, everybody went to college. Uh, mom and dad went to college. I went to college and dropped out. You know, so like I'm already, you know, different than everybody else. Um, oh wow, you went to college and dropped out? Yeah, that's nice. I didn't know that. What were you? What were you? Where'd you go? And what were you doing? Um, I just went to like community college and was doing. Um, I call it Gen Ed, but business administration. That's kind of you gen know, ed. it's kind of it's like to I mean, me it was Gen Ed. It's like when I, someone says communication. <laughs> yeah, it's like just Gen Ed. Um, but I was always, dab- like I said, in that time, I was always dabbling in some type of arts. Um, the one thing I wish I had that one person that was just like, yo, I see this in you. Like, you should move in this direction. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that guidance. You know what I mean? So I, I try to give that guidance to the younger people when I come across them. You know, yeah. especially if I see something in them. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that'd be super nice to have that person who sees something in you. But maybe... I mean, no offense, but maybe it wasn't to be seen then. Maybe, maybe it wasn't. Maybe you know, it wasn't. Maybe it's, it's why it doesn't happen. But at the same time, maybe you just weren't around those people. Who knows? That, yeah. That, that's crazy. That you, I didn't know that you actually attended and dropped out. So what did what did you do? Like that, that must have been kind of nuts. Your family, like your 18 moved away. College ain't working out for you. What are you thinking at this point? You're, I imagine it's not, let me start a vintage styling company. No, nah, I was, honestly, at that time, it was just taking in i mean the internet's like not new but you know it's active blogs are heavy not like myspace yeah so you're like really watching a lot of blogs tumblr you, is huge super huge so you're, you're taking in huge. a lot of content at yeah. that time um and all i all i was on was sneakers sneakers and oh, t-shirts you were, sneaker, were you on the dunks i was on dunks heavy I was on Dunks heavy, SBs yeah. heavy. If you weren't on the SBs, like that was the that was the first sneaker culture I've ever seen, at least in my lifetime, was the, yep. the Dunk SB sneakers. Definitely. I mean, the first one was Air Force Ones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was definitely by far because like they had the ones. the most like different colorways and different like collabos type mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but so I'm just taking in all that stuff. So I'm just trying. I, that's all I want to be around. You know what I mean? Like. The stuff you like is what you want to be around. So we used to go up to D.C. once in a while and go to Major and go to boutiques. We used to go down to Richmond and go to boutiques. Because um, at that time, like, you know, you want to be fly the best way you can, you yeah, know. Fly on a budget. Yep. Um, but it was just a lot. Of, like, I'm coming from Miami, so it's just, like, T-shirts, jeans, and sneakers. Like, that's oh, all yeah. I ever really knew. Like, I didn't have any, like, to me, that's not style. You know what I mean? That was just me, like, I guess, you know expressing myself mm-hmm. um i think honestly after that we started going to the club heavy up here and that's the time when you had to like dress up to get into the club i mean even still today if you were if you have sneakers or have jeans on you so can't get into a lot of nightclubs things have changed a lot in dc man true they have definitely changed true. a lot like we never used to walk into the club without like sunday's best basically is what we used to call it like oh. we didn't go to church but that was our church yeah, yeah, yeah. so like we would go out to like Macy's and like pick up like a new dress shirt, a different color dresser, a different pattern, wow. and then go and find a tie at Marshalls or whatever. And then that's how I got into like pocket squares and bow ties. And it was just like, that's where I got to now start to learn that I'm really, really expressing myself. Like 
Tom will tell you like, hey, Reef might have on like just a simple thing, but his tie's gonna pop or his pocket square's gonna pop. Who's Tom? Tom's my best friend. That's the who I run Trezzo Beach with. Okay. Um, I gotta ask these questions like like I don't know. Because like, <laughs> right? we know something. <laughs> yeah, people, so, so, people don't know. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thomas the Great is what his uh, Instagram is. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, I think, subconsciously, it was coming out. You know, it was starting to show itself. But I still consciously was not paying attention to that. It was just, mm-hmm. hey, I'm living life. I'm having fun. You know what I mean? And this is how I'm dressing. Like, that's just what it was. I didn't see it being such a magnificent, you know, cloud. It was of, just something that you you did that yep. you're probably okay at or good at. And it just helped you in your life. It wasn't anything big. I mean, nope. even then, I mean, this was almost pre-Instagram culture where you can see stylists now. Like, I didn't even know stylists existed when I was younger. Like, I didn't think that was even a thing. I think I might have heard about it, like, mm-hmm. in that time frame when I was, like, the dress-up time frame. And I was just kind of like, you get paid to do what? Like, all right, cool. Like, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you. then you, like, now I'm in, it's just like, wow, this is, like, a need. It's not even, like, a want. It's, like, it's a need. It's a need to what? It's a need for people. Like, you know, they, they want to look good. People want to be presentable. I think so even now. Now, I think we're in such a visual age. A visual Super age. visual it's age. It's all visual Super. Age. Like, you know, this is... I remember the photographers in the club. Like, I used to always be like, oh, these guys are the men. Like, you know, they get to come to the club and just take pictures of people. Like, people love pictures. They're trying to put them on their Instagram or their Facebook. Mm-hmm. No, like, now people are, like, booking you... From the club, you might have took their picture at the club, but like, oh, can you take pictures from me outside of here so I can get some photos for Instagram? I mean, it, it, that's what it is. It's, it, people want Instagram photos or Tinder photos or whatever it is they want. Whatever. So but they want to look good too, so they need the stylist, you know what I mean? Put the clothes for them, yeah, you know? I, 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 do you feel, and some part of me feels like a stylist for the everyday person it just doesn't seem obtainable or it doesn't seem like a normal part of life. But it seems like a luxury sort of thing. It does. I mean, but think about it, how it was presented years ago. The only people that had stylists were people like celebrities or rich people. You know what I mean? Those are the people who had it. Um, Even let's talk about personal training. Like people who had a personal trainer, like they were only people who had money where now you can go to a boot camp for 20 bucks and the personal trainer is right there. You know, he might like it might not be super one on one, but at least you can talk to the person, you know, Um, but in this day and age, I mean, I know there's probably there apps out there. I haven't come across them yet, but I know there's stuff on the internet where you could probably get a stylist for... I, I would say that it's just the Instagram in general. People could just look at style and be yep. like, oh, like, and draw influences from that. Mm-hmm. Style influencers, look at them. No, definitely. So, so at this point, you were going to the clubs, you are dressing yourself, sweet tees and pocket squares. Yep. Then what happens? Um, Because you're, you're in D.C. at this, you're in D.C. area. I'm in a D.C. area, so that was like life like it was just at that point the lifestyle was i'm trying to be the guy who pops bottles mm-hmm. you know what i mean you want to be stunned in the club and you want to stun in the club and then you know that got boring you know you're in a club every week or every other week however you know amount of time and you start seeing the same people all the time same shit and then you're just like yo it was like a drug that's how i like describe it the really? first time you take a hit it's amazing really Cause every time i go to the club i feel like a loser really yeah, well, I mean, now, I mean, I go to events, but I don't go to, like, the club club. I, when I go to a club, I just feel broke. I'm like, 
Can't afford the bottle service. Nah, that's where you uh, messed up at. That's where you messed up. Is that what it is? Well, not so much saying you have to get the bottle service, but um, I used to come up with like no less than five people. I'm walking in with no, you know, one or two people. Um, So you've got like a squad going into the club. I was... We used to come up like honestly. One time, I had like twenty five people come with me to to the park. And I said like I kept coming downstairs to get people to like, hey, they're at my table. Let them in. Let them in. This lady's like, you got too many people. We can't. And I'm just kind of like, yo, you should be paying me right now. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a promoter. Like, yo, we're gonna keep drinking when these bottles stop. You know, when they're empty, we're gonna buy another one or we're gonna hit your bar. Like. Don't worry, you're still gonna make money off us, but you're just looking at the twenty dollars to get in, you know. Mm. Um, but it was always about bringing people together. That's always was my thing. Yeah, that seems like a skill of yours. Like you, you're good at like bringing or attracting people to you. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I just because I want people to talk. I want people to have fun. Like life is here to have fun. Mm. It's to be happy. It's not to be miserable. Um, and I think in that time frame when I went to the clubs and I had those people around me like that's more what was drawing me in even though it's a, like consciously I was thinking it's because I was popping bottles but so it was, what was no what was so fun about it what was the addicting factor we, we had our own party in a party that's true I mean it gets if all your friends are at the club yeah. how can you not have fun it didn't matter what was around us like it didn't matter that you just popped the ace of spades bottle like I'm good like all of us are having fun you know what I mean like what are you doing? You're doing this. You, you were doing it for stunting. You know what I mean? And that's when I saw the difference, you know, with having fun and not having fun. Um, so what happened? One day, I just you, stopped. You just, you just went there and you were you just, you just like had that like empty look like, why am I doing this? Or like, it yep. hit you again? That's like, maybe, what am I here for? Like, you know what I mean? What, yeah. What is the point of this? Yeah. Maybe. Especially because like at that time, we weren't coming as deep. You know what I mean? So, and it just, it seemed like a job. Oh, like you're it, that guy or something else. It, it just seemed like, job. yo. Like you owed it to be, Oh, yeah, I see. I see. Like, what Like what am I, like, you know, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped doing that, and then... Were you uh, running that Karma Life company you were talking at about? At that time, I was. So, like, I was still, like, you know, there talking to people about it. But I don't think the fire wasn't there for me. It was just something that you were just Doing. Doing. But not to be doing. cool, I was still honestly, but I was still trying to be the cool kid. I mean, it does say cool to say. It does feel cool to say. Yeah, I run. I run that, and I'm and I'm popping bottles. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. That, like that's a good look, you know. But that's dead. It was just. It was like I was a zombie. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know, like working to party, working to party, and then showing what you know to show off to other people. Um, and that's when I stopped and like I like I said I moved away from Fredericksburg so I was like solo that time and then it was just like I had to look myself in the face and figure out like yo what's gonna make you happy man is that where you live now after you moved to Fredericksburg yeah so I moved to Woodbridge um and all my friends that I was close to like we all like separated and that was happens over time happens you know growth it's growth yeah everyone grows grows up grows out grows away Yup, um, and that's when I went through the whole traveling stage of just going to go see family around the world and, you know, trying to figure out who I was, like, what my culture was and, like, what I brought to the table. What is your culture, by the way? Um, my mom is from Belize, my dad is from Trinidad, my 
dad's side, there's Chinese, African, and Indian from India. Uh, and then on my mom's side is um, European and Mayan. Mm, yeah, because I, I can't tell looking at you. If I was just to guess, I'd be like, yeah, you're mixed, like white and yeah. black. But I'm so far off every time I every it's, time I get that. Like, my ancestors was with the get downs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how I describe it. They were with, like, let, let's, let's enjoy it. Let's enjoy it. Cool. All right, cool. You with it? Let's get it. <laughs> what, what culture did you grow up in? Like, I, I always. The I, West Indian culture. West Indian so, culture. like, sh- straight Caribbean. Because Belize okay. is in Central America, which most people don't know, which is right under Mexico. But it's it was colonized by the English. So, all the islands were English, you know? Um, so they associate with that. So mm-hmm. just a lot of dance hall, a lot of soca music. Um, carnival was, you know, very big in my household. Um, ever since I was a little kid, like, I went to carnival. Um, so colors, like, so subconsciously, it was always around me. Creativity was always around me. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you look at carnival, it's costumes. People are putting stuff together That's true. for people to wear. That's true. You know what I mean? It's a lot of colors. A like going back to like me going to the club like that's how I got to express myself was through colors like costume. the popping you it's know still a costume at the end of the day it's, it's still it's, a costume still considered a costume what yeah. we're wearing as costume so um you kind of just look at that like look at your childhood like that will tell a lot of your stories yeah I I find that a lot too that your childhood really impacts yeah. yourself going into the future yep you know it, there's a lot of signs you may not recognize but that have a lot of telltale going into the future. No, like for me, I grew up doing photography. Didn't know I'd be doing it now, but exactly. that definitely impacted me now. Like it, it's nuts whether whether or not you know you do that then or recognize it then. I I wish either of us when we were young would been like I want to do this for my life. That seems great. I I wish I had the insight or the foresight. But as a kid, I wanted to be a stockbroker. That's random as fuck. I wanted to be a stockbroker. Those kids would not say stockbroker. I just, it was just something about Wall Street that, like, I used to love going to New York. My brother went to NYU, and I just always wanted to go to Wall Street. Like, I always, like, that was what I wanted to be. I want to trade stocks. (laughs) What do you want to do? I want to trade stocks. I want to trade stocks. But I then also remember as a kid, like, going to Marshalls every every Saturday. Mm. Going shopping every Saturday with my mother. Like, so. You think she had a big impact on on clothes with you? Definitely. She's stylish? Um. The funny thing is, I just came back from home and going through those albums, like, I was like, damn, I had some style back in the day. Like, I was a character, like, in all my photos, like, I'm making some weird face or whatever, but it was a lot of colors, you know what I mean? A lot of color blocking, Um, because, I mean, this is, like, the 90s. Um, Slouch socks, like, but it was just colors, like, it was just colors coming off. I don't know about your 90s, but my 90s was Echo Jean Shorts. Echo oversized shirts. I had a lot of Tommy. Um, my mother, yeah, definitely a lot of Nautica. It was definitely Tommy and Nautica. I guess that was a big brand um, too. I didn't have the Echo. I was a never fan. I was never a fan of Echo. Oh, bro, I was a diehard Echo fan, man. Like, Fuck. I think everybody messed it up for me. Like, I would see people wear it, and I was just like, I don't want no parts. Of it was it. like it was like so cool that years I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it because too many people had it. And that's another thing. Now I see. As I'm older, I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. Mm. But even then, like, I didn't, like, I, FUBU was big. I think I had oh, one FUBU, or two yeah. pieces of FUBU and, like, not even, like, 
it was like some sneakers and like maybe some shorts like it wasn't like the whole like two-piece you know what i mean situation i remember when rockaway was big oh, yeah. i had a wow. seersucker two-piece like shorts and and um and button up top like nobody who the people who were wearing rockaway were not wearing that they weren't wearing seersucker they're wearing <laughs> you know what wait, I mean? wait, no. wait wait what's seersucker seersucker is like um like they wear it a lot during the summertime you know you'll see like the pants it's kind of like it's got a lot of texture to it. Okay, okay. okay yeah. Okay. Um, they call them like picnic pants, kind of. They're not that pattern of like a picnic table, but like a lot of people wear them like to the beach. So like a, like a pair of pants that have like the Rockwear logo all over them. I definitely didn't have those. No, but that, but that'd be Seersucker? But no, 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 no. Seersucker, I, one day we'll, I'll take you out and I'll show you exactly right, what well, it is. I don't know, fuck Seersucker. Um, but that's what everybody was wearing the stuff with Rockwear all the way. And I had Rockwear on, but it was not that rock aware you know what i mean it was more like on a simple tip mm. so i realized like now that i always just wanted to be like in the crowd but i didn't like want to be all the way in it i wanted to be like hey i'm still sharif you know what i mean like that's who i am like you guys are all the same person that's the, so i mean i'm just going on the timeline here mm -hmm. uh you're here club gets boring that's like 25. When when did you start Trezo Beach? Because I feel like that's a, what led us to meeting and what led you to where you are now. I, started I feel like that's definitely a, a catalyst. Trezo, um, at like 27, I want to say. Okay. Yeah, it was about 27. So after like, you know, doing the traveling and stuff, um, my boy uh, Dre um, down in Miami, um, he kind of like enter back into my life and kind of change some stuff diet wise and all that for me and like was like you know clearing my mind so and opening made, up is he the one who made you vegan that's the one who made me vegan Fuck yeah that guy <laughs> i'm on best is his name man and um yeah he he used to be like yeah you know we're going out all the time but i ain't got enough money to like go to like pay for a new outfit all the time i'm going to the thrift and I'm going to be the flyest cat because ain't nobody got the stuff I got on, you mm, know? So he opened that door. He opened the door, like, and I just started going to thrift. And it was like I was finding stuff for me, but that was just like, yo, this is hot. It's not my size, but it's hot. I got to grab it. Like, Oh, really? Yeah, and I just started going. Like, I'd go start from the small to the extra large. Like, just going, just, just finding cool shit. Finding cool stuff. And then I had, like, my room was just racked out. Started getting, like, you know, the bag started you know piling up and then i went and got racks and you know friends would come over and you know oh damn you got a lot of clothes man like we always knew you had like clothes but damn you got a lot and i'm just like ah you know like i'm just like collecting but what, stuff was it just yeah were you collecting did you have no idea that was it just a passion you were collecting clothes what was it at that point that that seems like a random thing to do is to buy more than you actually need it's kind yeah of like a, um that's when i realized i just really love clothes Really? Yeah. Um, I mean, round two was around at that time, too. So, like, you also were, like, trying to find stuff that you could take down there to, like, you oh, know, yeah, resell back to them. Um, but it was just kind of like, I just love clothes, man. Like, I just, I can't let this stay here. Like, it has to come home with me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but, and, and so Trezo Beach was born. And then Trezo Beach was born. So Trezo Beach is, Trezo is Creole for treasure. Mm. and um what's beach creole for uh i don't know it's nah, beach ah 
Um, but like the goal was to come back to Miami and go to Little Haiti and like open it up in Little Haiti. So that's how the whole Trezzo came around for Treasure Beach. So oh, so much. you initially the, the game plan was to go back to Florida, open yep. up a shop that would just sell vintage. Yep. Dang. So how how'd that not happen? Um, I just kept building here, and it's like something about like you start something, you gotta finish it. What do you mean? Like I started here, and I want to finish at least one chapter here, and then move on to bringing it back home. Mm, yeah, I mean it's it's that's a lot to bring something back to florida i mean that would mean you're mildly or at least successful in whatever that thing was correct be able to bring it to another market or replicate it or whatever it was exactly so, but but so trezzo wasn't always what it was now wasn't it just a its own branding at first i, I and this is just me recalling my memory was it always like the thrift sort of boutique or did it just start with making logos and putting it on tees no, it was, it was thrifting first. So it was always that too? It was thrifting okay. first. Um, you know, I was trying to stay away from going back to becoming a clothing line because that's what everybody associates when they see a logo and clothes. They always think it's a clothing line. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, like, I did, you know, a couple pieces, but it was, like, more for promo. Like, it wasn't like I'm trying to sell these t-shirts. Yeah, you might as well. You're in the clothes game. I just make a couple different names on it. Right? And, you know, give them out. And then, like... Then I started, I made like a couple other pieces, you know, as merch. Cause like, I just, you know, you're around clothes. Like this is me going to school. I'm seeing how they did it in the eighties, the nineties. Like I like this oh, cut. I like how they yeah, did this graphic. I like how bold it was here. Like, and then that's like, you know, shaped me to being able to say like, okay, on this Trezzo beach merch, I want it to look this certain way, or I want this certain thing on it. You know, I never thought about that. It's like the, the nuances of you going through thrifts and stuff. Yep. Like maybe that's why your eye is good because you know like a good cut or you know a good collar or a good, yep. whatever it might be. Stuff that I just completely miss. But it, it's the same way if I was looking at a photo. I could look at the, I could, and I I could tell be. the lighting, I could tell the angle, I could probably tell the lens, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Stuff like that. No, yeah. I mean, those you're nuances of, of being in of, of your having, craft. Having expertise at your craft. It's like those are the nuances that most people don't notice or just go over someone's head at first. Yeah. That's nuts. So the I, funny part is in that time frame too, I was doing outfit grids. What does that mean? Oh, sorry. How does, what does outfit grids have to do with that? Like, I'm just confused. You remember how you're just like, was this around? It's always been around. At that time, I wasn't thinking I was a stylist. I was just doing outfit grids because. Oh, when, just you, like, when you started Trezzo Beach. Yeah. Before Trezzo Beach really like got to Trezzo Beach. Mm -hmm. I was doing outfit grids. Like I would go to shops, like go to Marshalls, go in the mall, pick stuff, and put outfits together, and just put them on. Like that was what was on my Instagram. That's so crazy. Some crazy foreshadowing, huh? Like, and I was just like, I was doing it. You know what I mean? And I remember my big bro being like, "You got to find a way to make money off of this." And I was like, "Dude, I don't know how to. I'm just doing this just to do it." So like, like, it's always lingering around always lingering around the signs were there the writing was in the same but it was, it was just a matter of time of just like realizing it getting motivation or and you said yeah. that little bit of awakening or that's it i mean it some of us see it some of us can understand just like the kids who you know they want to be a doctor and they go all the way to being a doctor mm -hmm. right some of us need somebody to yoke them up that's true right? you know what i mean just straight up like for me to be a stylist you know we didn't tell them but i was forced into it really you know, you were just like, hey, come do this. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to take the challenge, you're not going to take the challenge. Um, and all those experiences came together. And and it's, yeah. like a, it's like a movie, and they all came together, and he styled some dope outfits. 
Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say they're all dope, but you know, two of them. Nah. Are, two of them were really strong. At least. I, I don't want to blow your head. Two, two of them were really. Nah. Two nah definitely. Really but so, even like Farmer played a factor in that too, because oh, I wanted yeah. to give up yeah. on styling before, after one time. Before that, we were. Um, we did. Yeah, we, we did one for Farmer. Yeah, we, I styled. Yeah, it. you were styling with with Farmer is a local rapper, um, uh, who's pretty talented character as well. Yeah, very super yo. cool guy. Uh, but yeah, we. I remember you would style the shoots for him, and me and him would just go walk around and do photo shoots and stuff together. Mm-hmm. Did, wait, did you say you almost gave up on everything? Yeah, in, in that time frame. Before you had asked me to do the uh, the sunflower shoot, um, I had did um, a couple with Farmar, and I remember being there with Bobby, and Bobby being like, nah, this and that, and I was just like, was like, threw my hands up, I was like, you do it. Like, I'm done, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, all right, whatever, boom. And then you came around, and you brought it back around, and then Farmer was just like, "I'm not giving up on you, bro. There's no notes. Like, you have to do this. Like, I'm gonna be at your in your face. You know, you're just gonna do this." And thanks to you guys, hey man, no problem. I'm here. Yeah, I'm <laughs> but the uh, influence, you know, I can. But but no, since then, uh, Treasure Beach has just as a business gone crazy. I mean, yeah. even the collapse you've done. I mean. I, yeah. I really loved the Chris Cardi collab. But that, that was dope. So, so that was actual designing, in my opinion, which which I thought was cool, which is makes a lot of logical sense for me looking at what you're doing. Is like, okay, anyone could print brands or print their logo on a T-shirt, which is great. You should, you should probably do that if you have a company. I'm just guessing. Like that seems great. I want to do it for myself. But you're designing, which seems like the next step in after the, styling, in the or maybe like a parallel styling. Yeah. I, I don't know. No, I mean, it's... How was that? Because that was the first time you designed it, no? Yeah, that was the first time I did anything cut and sew, period. Um, and shout out to Chris Cardi. Um, yeah. Another Florida boy, Miami boy. Um, you kind of look related now, I think. Yeah, we definitely look related. We definitely do. He's got the curly mustache, but you just have the beard. I got the curly hair. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, but now that was dope. Like, we just came together and, you know... I picked up a couple pieces out of uh, out of Trezzo Beach and actually even thrifted a couple. Um, we sat down. And I was like, "Hey, let's like let's alter this. Like, like let's move this here. Like, or let's add this. You know." So it was like us coming together to create something new. Yeah, clouds are dope like that. But the pieces were sick. The pieces were super sick. Uh, going to the pop up and seeing it, I was I was super impressed. I was just like, "Whoa!" Like, man, man, this man can design too. And in the the pieces that you thrifted for them, like as like the the canvas, it didn't seem like that. It just seemed like they were new. They were in great quality. It was, it was yeah, they it was pretty were insane. I was like, whoa, this is this is nuts. Yeah, I was super excited for that. You know, um, that was one of the times where I wasn't really worried about the pop up. Um, you know, you know, you get the jitters before something or whatever. For an event, yeah, yeah. Um, I I really didn't. I just I knew we did something cool. And whoever got to come and see it would, you know, be able to enjoy it. And that was, that's all I'm really about right now, man. Definitely. It's just all about enjoying what's in front of you, you know, what's being presented to you. And then what's also in the room at that same time. Being present? Yep. All the people that are around there, you know, um, everybody brings energy to a, a building. And being able to share that in a joyful way. Like, that will make somebody's day, you know, especially if they had a bad one, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, you can change someone's whole narrative. You think think 
the close, it, it's kind of an interesting thought. I don't know why I just thought about that, but giving or providing people clothes, whether it's through selling or, or not, does that, do you ever think about that as like a good thing or is it just like, oh, I mean, or, or it's just a sale, but like, it's interesting to think that you're impacting the way someone's going to look every day. Yep. By that piece. Yeah. I don't look at it as like money. Um, it's nice though, but. It is and it isn't. I mean, if you really know me, you know I hate money. Mm -hmm. Like I really despise money because of the feeling that comes with it. Um, just being able to see somebody smile, to hear somebody tell a story, if it's something from the past or even something in the future, like, you know, maybe you'll come across somebody that you might even know that I styled, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, I got this from, um, you know, Trezzo Beach, and you're just like, what? Like, that's my studio mate, like, yeah, that, what? That's, that's crazy. That's true. There, there's a sense of nostalgia, like, even the few studio parties we have, where people are here going through the racks, you guys can see if there's like a, there's a freaking vintage boutique to my right yeah uh the, the reactions that people get looking at this stuff because it's not new clothes you know which is a whole different ballgame it's they might see a stone cold steve austin or nickelodeon or yeah. a monster truck or some random niche thing and they just go wow this is sick it brings them back like to that time it's pretty cool i i thought that was pretty cool yeah you know so what what are you trying to do now i mean you're styling for dope rappers mm -hmm. your trezzo beach seems to be you know, doing really well, killing stuff like that. What's what's the plan now? Like, how do you plan to move into 2019 if, if that is on your mind? Um, as a stylist, as a brand, I'm just, as a brand, uh, yeah. Okay. However, however you want to approach it, I'm just curious. Um, I definitely want to get more work. Um, you know, I think all of us want to because I just want to meet new people. Honestly, um, I want the challenges to you know keep you know going up the ladder. Um. You know, hopefully in 2019, maybe I'll do a short film. You oh, know? that's random. Um, not me, like, style a short film. Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, not, okay. not actual, like, you know, put together a short film. That, maybe it might happen, you know Story, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you're, you're going to Basel pretty soon. Yeah, right? yeah we're going to Basel. You think, you think that's going to be a huge come up? Because it's so weird. All of a sudden, like, I'm not going to Basel because my ass just isn't going to Basel. But um, I think you should. Uh, <laughs> right. But um, it's I've been seeing so many stories where someone sees an artist and they're like, "You should go to Basel," as if Basel is some lift-off point. Like it's um, some magical networking creative destination where you're going to, where your dreams are going to come true and you're going to make, make it, it happen. Yeah. Like, do you? Is that the incentive of Basel? Like, what? Well, you know, Basel's at home, so right, it's home. True. true. Um, Sounds cool, I guess. But the way I describe Basel to people who don't know what Basel is, it's South by Southwest. It's mm. South by Southwest for an artist. And uh, it could be a visual artist, could even be a musical artist. You know, it could be someone who makes clothes, um, someone who makes jewelry. Um, you just, it's a conference. That's what it really is. It's, it's bringing thousands of people into one area to you know, take part in the same thing, Which you know, is. art, art, art at the center. Yep. Art is the center. Um, so, you know, going to Basel, I'm really just trying to go and meet new people. Like I said, you know, and, and see where that can take, build relationships. Um, I did Basel last year. Um, I worked with, um, Chris Pirate on a warehouse and this year I was kind of like, I want to enjoy it this time. Like, I want to be able to get out 
more because I was kind of like in the warehouse all the time. Um, yeah, definitely. I remember talking to you last year. That's so crazy. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. we talked about it a little bit at uh, my last studio partner Earl's pop up, and you yep. came back from Basel, and you were just you did not seem like you were in a happy place. No, actually, like at that time, I, I really wasn't. Um, I don't know what what it really was, honestly. I guess I wasn't, you know, getting to be to my full capability. I think that really might have been the main thing. Whereas, like right now. I feel like I'm there, mm. you know, not to say like I'm there, like all the way there, but it's just like, I'm on the path. Like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. What is there for you? It just, just now, not, I don't expect it to be the same there in like a oh, freaking week, but what in your mind or not, what is there for you? Like what, is there going to be a moment where, at this moment or like, or like, like, or yeah, like at uh, this moment, at, like at this moment, what would be that there? Um, cause in, in that there always gets pushed back, you know, as soon as you, yeah. as soon as you get that, like it happens, but I'm like, I can think my so emails coming through and it's just like style gig after style gig after style gig, mm-hmm. you know, like every day I have like, you know, five, five people to style or five things I need to shoot to people. You know what I mean? Um, I think that that would be my, it's like busy, right now of there. Yeah. Um, my like there, there, I said a short film. I like to style a movie. That's, that's a, that's a level. That's crazy. That's that's the. I'm there. I mean, you're styling movie. That's a check. Anal- it's a and, check, but and, I mean, and, and and a lot of work. That's crazy. I never thought about that's that. That's not fifteen movie. outfits, buddy. Yeah, that's <laughs> one scene could be like thirty outfits. I couldn't imagine that. Yeah. Well, you probably won't be thrift shopping at that point. No, I wouldn't say I wouldn't. I would have a little bit of everything. I'd mm-hmm. be able to go thrift, and I'd be able to have, you know, maybe pull from certain fashion houses. That'd be dope. Hope I'm shooting for those fashion houses. And I'd be like, yeah, I got this guy. He wants to pull some clothes. Sure, man. Exactly. Yeah, because I think there for me as a photographer is shooting for a fashion house or shooting for big brands or whatever yeah. it is. But for stylists, I always just sort of wonder, in my mind, what it would be. Because for me, I, I never, I didn't expect you to say film or anything like that. I, I thought you were going to be like, Styling for ASAP or styling for this or being a personal shopper. I think it, but it's that's different cool. for everyone. You know what I mean? Like, that you know, is cool. Yeah, that's true. And you're doing it, you know, you get to build a relationship with somebody. You get to really know that person. Um, I'm not trying to take away from that at all. But um, I just, for like a movie to me is, is so grand. You Why know? a movie? That's, that's kind of, that seems random to me. Because um, visually, I feel like that's the, like, the peak of visuals is a movie in my opinion like you got like you know instagram to me is like it's on the amateur style like now this is like like i'm talking about like a movie that could be a blockbuster you know what i'm saying like think about how many more eyes that may not have instagram that are going to be at the movie theater watching this movie Mm. you know Film to me also seems interesting because it seems a lot of costume design as well. It's yeah. not it's not just like it's just not pulling, yeah. It's what's the movie? What's the genre? Is it futuristic? Is it in the past? Is it in the seventies? It's I guess you kind of have those parameters, so you style within that, which is kind of nuts. Yeah, it's a whole other challenge. That's <laughs> <laughs> not definitely. Yeah, that sounds dope. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, dang. I mean, I I, I think I've covered a lot. Of what I wanted to cover today, it was like you, your come up, cool shit you've been doing. Um, the year's not even over yet, which is not still have a whole nother month. Yeah, we still have one more month. Um, if you are in the DC area, 
um, every third Friday, we uh, we have our open house here. Oh yeah, How's, have we started planning for that? Nah, we haven't. We got to. We got to definitely get that going. Yeah, I want my name on that flyer this time. I couldn't do it last time because the exhibition. But yeah, how was that? It was tight as shit. I look. It looked great. I can't from believe the visuals I can't, that I, can't, I got to see. I can't believe that seventy people paid twenty bucks to come out, which was nuts. Because as an artist, it was it was reassuring to know that people would spend their pocket money. For art. Especially 20 bucks. Just to go look at some art yeah. and get some free drinks and food as well. So that was that was actually pretty reassuring. So for my next one, I'm definitely going to charge a, not 20 bucks, though. Fuck that. Yeah. So that's like, super dope. Yeah, it was sick. That's super dope. It was super like, sick. Like, it's like a gallery setting and it's like photos that you took. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think, I mean, I don't think anything sold, like any big expensive pieces. But you got eyes on it. That's in true. person. That's true. I, but I do I do want that art sale. I feel like that's such a validating factor. Yeah. Is, and, it's, is, and I think it's is someone to spend th- like $1,000 on a, on a piece of work, which which merits that much money, but just for that, someone to be like, oh, you know? I feel, that, I feel like that's that validation. I think the other validation is when you walk in that person's house and it's on the wall. Yeah. Oh, God. That, that's a dream, you know? That'd be super, super sick. That, yeah. That, that'd be so sick. So, real quick before we end... Um, I want to talk about just vintage, mm-hmm. because if anyone knows vintage, it's you. Um, what is your thoughts on the state of vintage right now? Is it a fad? Is it is it gonna die out? You know what's coming next? Like I'm just curious. Like what's is is it a fad? Is it here to stay? What is um, your opinion on it? Have you, have you thought about that? What? Before I got into Trezzo Beach, I thought about that. Okay. Like. I remember, you know, like we said, I had all this clothes and I was collecting all this clothes and I was thinking like, yo, I could sell this stuff, but then that's like biting around too. Like, you know, I don't, like I've always said I wanted to be different, you know? And then I also thought I was just like, but round two is like, it's like they're rising. Like they're, they're like getting pretty close to the mountaintop. And I'm like, is there going to be a bust? You know, like, do I come in a game now? Like, is it worth coming into the game now? Because it's just like, how much, what's the, the, the life expectancy at that time, you know, of vintage? And uh, one of my favorite movies um, or documentaries is Exit Out the Gift Shop um, about Banksy and Mr. Movie. Brainwash. It's a, great, it's a great movie. And most people might not know if you, if you know who Mr. Brainwash is, but uh, <laughs> he's so vintage. And that's back in, like... Uh, he did? I didn't pick up on that new Early ones. 90s, I want to say. Yep. Really? Yep. He started off selling vintage. He'd oh, wow. get barrels of clothes and resell them in L.A. Wow. And then I started thinking, I'm like, that was, what, like 20, 30 years ago? And it's here, it's still here. And people in L.A. buy vintage and they weren't wearing vintage because it was a fad. They were winning vintage because they really like what it was. And it's a niche. Mm-hmm. It wasn't and, uh, a hashtag. Huh? It wasn't, it wasn't a hashtag. hashtag. Yeah. It wasn't a hashtag. And now I'm just kind of like, nah, vintage isn't going anywhere. That's, that's so funny. That's something so granular. But yeah, it, it's just it's like that reassuring thing that it's been around. Mm-hmm. Maybe it will stay around. It and will. It'll, it'll go into the future. Because I guess the fashion kind of recycles itself. No, it, it definitely goes around in, in cycles. But you got to think about it um, now. Vintage can't go anywhere because people are going to keep pulling from vintage ideas. And mm. keep, that's what's going to be the new, is whatever they pulled from the 70s or they pulled from the 80s or what they pulled from the 90s. Like, so 
there's no way for it to like really go out of style. Well, now people are gonna start pulling from the early early two thousands. Yep, we you start know, pulling it's like the next wave. Yep. So, and if you don't know anything, sixteen years, um, from the date is considered vintage. Mm, that's nice and nuts. So sixteen years after something's made or anything, yep, it's vintage. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Who who came up with that? I don't even know. Yeah. I read that somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But it's crazy, though. Because, I mean, I guess it's, like, past the decade, so it's, like, you know what I mean? And they probably don't want to push it to two decades, so mm -hmm. it's, like, in the middle, I think. I don't know. That's my justification for it. Thanks, so vintage is here to stay. No, there's so many styles of vintage. There's men's streetwear. There's dress vintage. There's yeah. designer vintage. There's, I don't know how Bags. Ba vintage accessories. bags. Accessories. Vintage accessories. It, it's something that, like... Something about nostalgia, or it's or something about nostalgia of, appreciation. A lot know. of people don't appreciate the now, but they'll appreciate the back then because mm -hmm. it's gone. Is vintage just for poor people? Um, definitely not. <laughs> I'm kind of trolling with that one. Definitely not. You know, I mean, vintage. They might say it's vintage only for the rich people, because you know I mean some of the hottest pieces that you want to get, you can't even afford. That's true. You know, because they're just that rare. Like, that's what puts the marking of the price is how rare it is to obtain the thing. Mm, yeah, that, that's definitely something interesting because just today I noticed you got a new piece and it's like a guess girl's uh, oh, jean, yeah. jean jacket. Mm -hmm. And you're selling it for $70. But I was like, I guess that does make a lot of sense. New, mm -hmm. this thing probably went for like 150 or something. Yep. You're selling it for 70 But the thing is, people don't realize that you went and found it. Yep. You know, and then you did all this work behind it. It's not just here. Find it. Sometimes, you know, you pay for it as well. You know, um, I, I paid a little bit more for that one. Um, but it was just like, it's a guest jean jacket and the quality in which the jean jacket it looks is. It's, it looks new shit. Like, come on. You know what I mean? It's got the cursive yeah. on the breast. It's everything. Does that not look like a Vlone um, oh, jacket? I couldn't tell you. I don't know Vlone. I don't keep up on that stuff. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's what I was... It looks like... It looks exactly. like that modern. Mm -hmm. Dang. So, I feel like we're getting close to the end here. Um, but going forward, I, I think um, things are going to be super crazy for you. I don't know when. It's coming. I, but I feel like it's coming. I feel like Treasure Beach is coming. That's like more of a team, but it sounds like you. I don't, I don't know. I feel like things are just bubbling for everyone. It's, no, it's, it definitely but, is. But you in specific, it's, it's nuts. I, it just Things will just keep happening. But is there anything that you would say to someone who's trying to get into the vintage game, maybe even they do the same thing close to you. Like, is yeah. there anything you have, anything you, you any like ideas, suggestions for someone who's into styling or into the vintage game? Like, what would you tell that person? Do your research, first of all, you know, definitely go on the internet. That's what we have it there for. Um, get to see, you know, what was hot in the different eras. Um, so you know when you're going out, you know what I mean, what to also to look for besides, you know, if you're just into t-shirts and you just like t-shirts, you know what I mean? Um, keeping your your mind open, you know, to uh, all the opportunities. Not saying you have to take every opportunity, but just be open to them to see what you can gain from it. Because there might be that small thing that is there but you don't see it at first mm. but if you relook at it it's just like oh i could gain you know if it's a connect with that one person like you know 
and that person could probably take me, you know, here, um, and keep at it, like, don't stop, keep your feet moving, um, and keep meeting new people, like, that's gonna be what takes you to the next level, the more people you meet, the more you get to learn, the more they'll reach out and tell their friends about what you're doing, and that just grows your brand even bigger. Dope. Yeah. Sick. I realized that we just we did not talk about anything related to photography this whole time, but stylists are essential to photography. So there's that. Yeah. That's that angle. On hand that. in hand. I think hand so in too. hand. You know, um, you don't really see a lot of those duos out though. What? Of a photo and stylist. I don't. I don't know any like prominent photo and stylo stylist duos. Are we a duo? Um, could be. I think we. I think we definitely can be. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, we've we've been doing some killer shit. So in, mm -hmm. in, in in a sense, we kind of have been doing a lot of shit. Yeah. We've been double teaming shit. Definitely. Eiffel Tower and projects. I mean, even like the, um, the spread we did. You know what I mean? That yeah, was we got published. That was sick. We got published together. Um, on it. You know what I mean? You're like, yo, I got this. I know I want to shoot it. What is your, what's your theme? It wasn't like, you know what I mean? Normally you kind of like used to give the theme and then it was like my turn to say like, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to do this, this, and this. And you're like, all right, I got a location. Now yeah. I got to figure out I where to place what you want to do in the location. Yeah, I, I just kind of said, you know, it was really interesting that gig, uh, the whole edit the editorial at the Eaton Hotel, like a super trendy hotel yep. was, is it was, Definitely like my biggest editorial shoot to date. Yep. And there's a lot of pressure on it. And I was like, blah, blah, blah. We were talking and she was like, okay, I'm going to grab a stylist and everything. And I, and I was thinking about it. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, do I really want to work with a, like, a, a different stylist who I've never worked with? It didn't make sense in my mind to give the opportunity to someone else who I don't right. fucking know. I was, and it, it, what was scary about that was because I didn't know if you could do it. Like in my mind, show stuff ahead of that was, was, was dope. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, he's done that on some, on some show shoes. But in my mind, I'm like, this is a big deal for me. Can Sharif do it? And of so eventually I, eventually I just threw it at you and he did. So that was sick, man. I appreciate that. That was dope. No, I mean, I would think that too, you know, because you're on the hot seat. You're like, whoever I bring in this area has to show up. Yeah. So that means... One side of you was just like, oh my gosh. The other side was you was like, this the man I need to get to do it. The only person I even knew at that point. So dude, so I had no choice. Yeah. But um, well, sweet man, it was it was cool having a podcast. Can't wait to see yeah. um what unfolds for you going to December in this new year. Oh yeah, man, it's it's. I definitely think it's gonna be a nice year. Yeah, I think it's well, gonna be able to just get like you where I do this full time you yeah. know and I'll get to travel I think that's one of the only other things I really want well, to integrate that you, you project that a lot so it's not like that happens you project like you're a traveling stylist you know yeah but yeah we'll, we'll check back in in a few months um, see where it's at sweet deal with me man you know, it'd be cool what I really want to do is have like a podcast where a couple people get around the table we just like talk and shit but I don't have enough microphones for that so yeah, I can't really do that we can make it happen I only got two mics yeah you just gotta get the right mic all right, so if anyone <laughs> wants to follow you on um, Instagram, uh, you as a person, or your company, Trezo Beach, just spell it out for them, because if someone's driving in the car, and they want to get in their Instagram and just peep you out, 
uh, just go ahead and spell out the at or something for them. Um, so me personally, um, Yo Reef, Y O R E E F. Um, mainly Instagram. That's where you pretty much gonna catch me. Uh, I seem like I like to talk a lot, but I'm not really on Twitter that heavy. Um, and for the brand, um, Trezo Beach, T R E Z O B E A C H. Um, you're looking for that, you know, one of a kind T-shirt. We got it. Those jerseys, jackets when it's cold outside. Um, we even got some sneakers in here. Um, so, you know, work. Come check us out. We're in Tacoma Park. Yeah, yeah. It's not a brick and mortar shop. It's a private studio. Yeah. And you can make an appointment and things like that. Exactly. It's something special. It's pretty cool. It's, it's pretty something cool. special. Word. Well, uh, please look him up. I'll link all that in the description or the bio. Thanks for Sweet. listening, guys. That's it. That's the angle. Peace.